Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to another episode, in fact, episode 94 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about equipping and inspiring you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry Dugan, and I'm saying that because I realized I never say my name in any of these episodes. I'm going to be joined by the guy who just likes to hit the microphone for no good reason, Brandon Cunningham. How are you doing, Brandon? I've decided to do this whole episode in sign language. You, I thought you were doing it. I just <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying, though. I remembered I don't know sign language. Yeah. So. You did use that one finger that's in between the index and the ring finger. I think I understood that one. What? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He did not flip me off, guys. Now, we talked last week in episode 93 about living in dissatisfaction, how people may be in a rut, go into a job they don't like for the safety and security of a biweekly paycheck, and they may have even given up on pursuing a dream or pursuing the life they really want for that same security and safety. But it was all around living in dissatisfaction. So one, you can live miserably in dissatisfaction, or you could use that dissatisfaction to motivate you, fuel you to make life better. Now, I've always been taught, if you want to live a happy life, you learn to live in contentment. And that was a little counter to what we were talking about last week on living in dissatisfaction. What are your thoughts on living in contentment? And what are we what are we talking about when we say living in contentment? Because we hear it in a lot of Bible studies, you hear it in a lot of Bible passages. Yeah, be content with what you have. But you know, if you remember back a few weeks ago when we had Jeff Goins on and he was talking about, you know, you have to be content with the fear. You have to be content with the doubt and and the and the questions and you have to push through anyway. You know, nobody writes a book or produces something because they're sure it's going to be a hit. They're just content with trying, you know, okay. they're content with that fear. And so content doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I've got a uh, hundred dollars and my health, so I'm just going to be content with it. Content means I'm content with what I have now. So I'm going to use it for something good. I'm going to use it to make myself happy. Another good example is when we were in Goliad camping out and it was our first time to uh, camp out overnight and we had our hammocks and, uh, you know, I'm laying there and I'm thinking, the temperature is not what it is in my house. You know, there's, I don't You're have hot. a, yeah, hot. I don't have all the comforts that I had at home, but I was content to enjoy my surroundings. I was content with the things I didn't have to be satisfied with the things that I was allowed to enjoy in the world, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if it was the same for you, but on that trip, my body finally acclimated to the hot weather. So the second, well, you weren't there for a second night, but my second night sleeping out there was a lot better than the first night. Yeah. And the only difference was I acclimated because it was a more miserable night. There was no breeze <laughs> yeah. on the second night. Well, it's funny. You stay in a hotel, you know, you stay in a really nice hotel and the first night you don't get good sleep anyway. It doesn't exactly. matter if it's the nicest hotel in town. You're just like, I'm still miserable because it's not my <laughs> bed. And that's kind of the way the hammock was, but being content with what we had we wanted to enjoy the outdoors and enjoy the stars and the the sounds, and so that's why we did it. You know, here in a, a couple of weeks, we're going to uh, when people listen to this, it'll be probably past time, but we're going to uh, um, what is it, Pernalis? 
Pedernales Falls. Sure, that that's what he said. <laughs> Unless you're Lyndon B. Johnson, then it's Pernales. Pernales. I'm going to be a Lyndon guy. But <laughs> uh, there's going to be aspects of it that are not as enjoyable or satisfactory or, you know, it's gonna harder, be hot. harder to be satisfied with what we have. But we're going to endure the things that we're not satisfied with to be satisfied with the things that we want yeah. to be enjoying and, and seeing. And you can't get there if you're always just focused on what you're not satisfied with. You can't, you've got to get out of, you know, we're going to drive up there and at some point we're going to have to park and get out of the truck to get what we want. And if you don't ever get out, how will you ever get to enjoy the things that you really want to see and be satisfied with your life? Yeah. So contentment then has in part to do with finding the positive of your current situation. Right. We all have to get to a point where we're just content with what we have now. That doesn't mean sitting still and I'm just content with just not being a college graduate or not being uh, in the career I want or having the spouse I want or the family I want. It's not that. Being content means just settle in what you have now, take a good assessment of it and be satisfied with it and then look for the next thing. Look look for how you use what you have to get to the next level. I've always been fascinated. This is something I'm terrible at. It's just sitting, just sitting still, at not having a phone or a TV or a book or anything, just sitting still. And I know a couple of people that can do that, and it just drives me batty. I don't understand <laughs> it. But I, I look at them with, they have such content with their surroundings at the moment. They can just enjoy the moment. And that's what we don't do sometimes. We're not content in the moment. You know, I'll always have to see what's on Facebook or Twitter or I need to see who won the game or what's happening in politics or with the, the markets or whatever it is. I've got to always be doing something. And to me, that's what's fun about the camping trips is because it's just unplugging from all of that oh, yeah. and being content with your surroundings. Yeah, that was, um, you know, going to that camping trip, too, that – you know, there were moments where we all hiked together, the three of us. We talked, we chatted, we ate together. And then there were moments where we just kind of went to our own, you know, hammocks and we right. just chilled out, took a nap, you know, laid there staring up at the trees, whatever it was. But we were doing our own thing. And mm-hmm. we weren't like pulling out our phones and like plugging back into social media or anything. Uh, and we weren't like saying, gosh, I got so much I got to get done. It right. was just, I'm here in the moment, I'm breathing. And this is cool. How often do I get to do this? Right. And we have to make that decision to do it. It's no one's going to walk up to you and say, stop everything you're doing and just go sit for an hour. You know, you've got to make that decision. It's like going to the gym or eating right or, you know, going home at the end of the day. You've got to make that decision. One of the guys that works for me, he uh, has all this vacation stored up. He works a lot of hours. He's awesome. He's just brilliant and he does great work. But I'm making him stay home tomorrow, not come to work tomorrow because uh, he needs a day off. He's, he's stressed. And he said, but there's just so much work. I'm like, I know, but it's going to be here on Monday. Yeah. You know, <laughs> these things will wait. You know, they're important, but they're not life threatening. And your, your well being is more important than that. You know, that's why I run in the morning because I just love that 30 minutes to an hour of just get a good sweat in. I got my earphones on and the whole world's kind of outside of that. Nobody can get to me for those few minutes because I'm just content with my life. I'm just content where I'm at and I'm not worried about what's next. I'm not worried about what I'm not doing. I'm worried about what I'm doing and I try to focus in on that. Yeah. 
Uh, going back to having your your employee take a day off, you know, you as a leader have to be content with allowing that time off. Right. That yes, there are going to be certain things that do not get done because I need that person to take a rest, so that in the long run, this guy does a whole lot of productivity for us. And I know a lot of leaders, they can't do that. You know, the moment you say, Hey, I want to take some time off because, you know, my daughter's graduating from high school. Yep. And all of a sudden that manager is thinking, Oh no, I can't have you taking time off because we're going to have, you know, this to work with. We're going to have that to work mm-hmm. with. What if this happens? And, you know, that manager's thinking about, I got to have the business covered. I need your body there. I need you clocked in doing work. Right. And, you know, needing your body there probably sounded totally weird. Uh, I heard it when I, yeah, I heard it when I said it. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what I mean, I hope. And, you know, so as a leader, you got to have contentment that it's okay when I tell an employee take the day off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, just like you said, the work will be there. And you have other teammates who can cover for, you know, if there's something urgent, yep. then that thing can get covered. And, you know, if you've got good systems in place, it there doesn't you matter. Go. You know, you can take a day off too. And if you've built good systems, you've built your people, then one of your subordinate supervisors can take over for a day yep. and things will be okay. Absolutely. You And you really do have to slow down to speed up. If you don't Weird, slow right? down, you won't be able to speed the up. The Navy SEALs use that as their philosophy for close quarter battle. Right. And I only know that because I saw it on TV. I myself were, was never a Navy SEAL, but I heard the saying, slow is fast, yep. fast is lethal. So when it comes to close quarter battle where things move very quickly, they actually move slower deliberately right. because it's quicker, faster, and more lethal. Yep. And it's the same thing. You got to slow down to yep. move faster. And, you know, one of the best probably the greatest basketball player in the world. I, I've always considered him the greatest is, is Michael Jordan. And he always Ooh, talked about how the kidding. games move slower for him. You know, yeah. he, he looked at them slower and, and Navy SEALs do that, you know, really incredible uh, innovators and leaders and, and people that are content with their lives do see the world slower than yeah. most other people, because a lot of us think, well, I've got to do this and this. And this. if I don't get 50 things done by 10 o'clock in the morning, the days of failure and really successful people only do a few things every day. Yeah. They only focus on what they're good at. You know, I was just talking the other day about, you know, your strengths and weaknesses. And we talked about this a while back with Doug Wilkes is you've got to work on making your strengths better not your weaknesses better yeah. because I made the analogy. I'm never going to be a good plumber. I'm always going to pay somebody to do that because I'm not going to put in the effort to become a better plumber. And fortunately for me, I'm, I'm going to focus on my strengths and not my weaknesses. But a lot of us think I've got to do these 50 things. If I don't do, I was just talking to somebody earlier today. She's trying to do 5,000 things today. And I said, you're miserable. And the point is we all leave here the same way. So be content with what you have today, what you've accomplished today, who you are. Yeah. Whether you're the size you want or the height you want or the color you want or whatever it is, be content with that and move forward. So even having contentment in your talents and strengths rather than dissatisfaction with your shortcomings. 
Exactly. To me, that's what makes our partnership so good because you're really good at the organization. You're really good with the follow through and I'm really good at the start. And we figured out early on by just saying, okay, you're better at this. You do this. I'm better at this. I'll do this. And it works. And, and we're, we're about to do the strength finders thing at work to uh, put everybody through the staff through that. Oh, yeah. So we kind of find out what, how everybody ticks. And as I was explaining it to everybody, I said, the greatest thing about it is you start to see how you work, what works for you. But then you see the other person and go, this is why you never get what I say and you never do what I want you to do because you and I are not the same. Yeah. But we need that. This podcast wouldn't happen if we were the same because we'd both be doing half the work. We'd never get that other half done. We'd be starting a whole bunch of stuff and completing nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Or if we reversed the order of things, like if we relied on my organization of things and my planning, then you decided. Yeah. Uh, or if we didn't have you around, it would just be me planning and planning and planning and planning right. and never really doing anything. And, and the neat thing is you come out and say, hey, we ought to do this. And I'm able to discern right away, he's totally going to forget in the next three (laughs) hours that that was even a thing and it'll never come up again. Or, no, he's onto something. This is the thing I could see him doing if he just gets reminded every so often. So then when it's those things, I I start organizing it. I start throwing ideas back at him. We refine it. We we hone it in. And then all of a sudden, we automate it. Uh, We use you know tools like Google Calendar, um, Calendly, um, Google Docs. Yep. And uh, and Slack, so we use yep. a lot of tools. Evernote, Evernote, yeah. Stuff like so that. a lot of things that you know ding us with reminders, and you know we just text each other, and, and the things just kind of remind us, like, oh yeah, we're working on this, we're working on this, and I don't think we've we've never missed an interview with somebody. Right. Other people have missed interviews with us. A couple of you people have missed, but you know who you you are. Uh, (laughs) However, it's never been the other way around and everything's been timely on our part. Uh, And it's because we've, you know, Brandon says, let's go this way. And then I know he's totally going to remember that he said that. (laughs) So let's, let's go ahead and organize and plan for it and make it happen. A great example is we've started this uh, hiking and camping. We've, we've started to get into the gear and, and learning from people. We talked about the Appalachian trail and I've, I've hit up a couple of people on twitter to uh, maybe bring on the show later this summer that'd be really cool uh, we we talked about it and and i talked about it the most i created a slack channel for hiking and uh i think i even created the google doc for hiking and i put like places we could go i put like two places one of them was goliad that we were already planning to go and then i kind of forgot about it and so jerry comes along and he puts in links to actual blog posts and supply list and stuff itineraries and and that links into evernote that it, it's all one big kind of organization i i I totally started it all with with the just big ball of fire and stuff and then it's but it it was kind of like a nitrous it's like okay it lasted like 10 seconds and then it kind of flamed out but then you came and put some structure behind it yeah and now it's valuable whereas (laughs) you know all i really did was throw up the banners and then you built the place behind it and and it worked every day i blow your phone up with the the hiking thread on slack oh yeah like hey check out this video boom hey we can make a lantern out of a balloon there you go macgyver this thing up this is really cool we're gonna have to get some video of that on our trip we're gonna have to get some balloons yeah yeah go to the dollar store we can get some balloons but all of that is is surrounded by being content with what you are 
quit worrying about like, I'm never going to be you. You're never going to be me. So be content with who you are and then surround yourself with people that fill in those gaps. Yeah. And then eventually you, you find this team around you and, and they don't have to work for you. I mean, Jerry doesn't work for me and we we're in this together, but if you surround yourself with people like that, if it's a sport or a job or a, just a, a hobby or whatever it is, you fill in those gaps, you know, and, and I like the analogy of golf. You know, there's certain people that are really good at putting and there's certain people that are really good at driving. The key is to try to get good at both. But a lot of people play, you know, the I can't think of what they call it now, but scrambles where it's like, I'll drive the ball and then you put the ball. And oh, then, is that what know, that is? Yeah. And, and there's different types and stuff. And somebody's probably going to correct me on that. I know they're all not like that, but <laughs> this becomes our most controversial episode yeah, right exactly. now. <laughs> the golfers will come out. We'll talk <laughs> politics and not get as many, you know, bad bad reviews but we could talk about god and get away with it exactly. you talk about golf and get you it wrong something about we're dead what, and you think <laughs> of it in terms of the basketball game that you know just they just had the championship and golden state won and uh lebron james went home sad and that's always a good thing because uh jared easily <laughs> says so and Cleveland you know, fans right there exactly but the key to a great basketball team is having those people that don't do the same things you need that well-rounded team any sports that way you know you've got to surround yourself that don't have what you have and too many of us we were talking about this with facebook groups and stuff they're not content unless they're surrounded by people that are just like them well that's not being content that's just being closed-minded you've got to expose yourself to other people and and be content with other people's opinion. You know, there's people that drink Pepsi. I don't understand that. I just think it's an abomination. I don't drink soft drinks at all, really, but I don't get Pepsi at all, but I'm okay being around those people. I don't hate them. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about, you know, we're talking about, you know, again, last week's episode, we talked about living in dissatisfaction. So you don't like where you are now yet. You know, I'm going into duality of man territory here. I'm going full metal jacket. And that is, you also have to find contentment in where you are right now because there's no such thing as a perfect day to launch anything. There's no such thing as perfect conditions to do anything. You can get close to it. However, you got to be content that this might be as good as it gets. This may be the day to do it. And, uh, and be content with that. It may not be perfect. Be content with that. Yep. It's going to be moving forward. Be content with that. So you got this dissatisfaction driving you to make things better. And at the same time, you got to be content that it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be German engineered. It's going to be you engineered. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> unless, on the t-shirt. I guess unless you're German, then I guess it is you engineered and it's German engineered. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. Something you, like you're that. not Jesus and you're not building a perfect thing. You're, you're you, you're human, you're flawed. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's going to be beauty in that. There's going to be uniqueness in it. And people are going to notice what you're doing with your talents and it's still going to make an impact. And imagine how much you enjoy being around someone who's content. You know, that's not saying I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too short. My hair is too this color. I, I'm too poor. I'm too whatever. And, and when you're around somebody that's content, you just want to stay there. You're like, I just love being around people that are like, you know, I live a really good life. I've got a good family. I've got good health. I've got a good job. I, I got a good church. I, I live in a good place. Instead, 
we have a lot of people that just don't know how to be content with what they have. And, and I know people listening get this, but just in case you don't, I'm not saying just sit still and not doing anything. I'm saying be content with what you have. You know, there's, I, I have a 16 year old daughter and of course she, she doesn't listen to this. So we're okay talking about her because I'll find out if she does, she'll hear this. But <laughs> sometimes at that age, you know, you could go to, you know, Tahiti and the first thing that you would hear is what else is there to do? You know, what are we doing now? <laughs> like, well, we came here to do what? To the, sit. The Wi-Fi sucks here, <laughs> yeah. dad. We're going to sit on the beach and stare at the water. Well, that's boring. You know, the, the lack of ability to just be content with what you have, you know, and I challenge people go outside and just lay in your backyard and stare up at the sky tonight or, you know, sit in your car and realize that when you turn that key, it starts and be content with the fact you have a car that starts and, and, and start to move in that direction. I don't love my boss, but they're good to me to some extent. Be content with your boss for now and work on you and how you can move forward. I don't like my coworker. She's kind of annoying, but I'm going to be content with the fact I have a chair and a desk and I have a job and I have food and I have money and I have that ability. Learn to be content in your surroundings. Great. If you like what you heard in this episode, head over to the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 094. There, if there was anything linkable in this episode, you will find it there. You'll also find a link to last week's episode where we talked about living in dissatisfaction. And we'll put a couple of extra resources in there just for you. Now, if you listen to this episode on contentment and it just made you say, what the? F-? I'm just kidding. I just did that to make Brandon freak out. Now, if it did confuse you, be content in that. Go back to last week's episode where we talked about living in dissatisfaction, and maybe that's where you need to start and and motivate yourself. And then come back to this one, and you'll start to get it. Yes, I talked about the duality of man. Uh, I was making that full metal jacket reference there with the Joker. Uh, And if you don't know what I'm talking about, homework. Go see Full Metal Jacket. And if you don't go see it, I'm content with that. Now, we want to hear from you, so shoot us an email, info at beyondtherut.com, or give us a shout-out on Twitter, at Beyond the Rut, or even on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash beyondtherut. It sounds like we made it really simple, because we did. Now, we love you, we, we know that you join us every week, and this little piece of advice is just for you. Go live life beyond the rut. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye-bye. All right, so here we go in three, two, one. And I'm just going to go ahead and do the intro. We can record, and then I'll do the outro. That sound like a plan? Let's see it. All right, let's do a second countdown at three, two, one. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.